0: Hello, hello, hello! It is me. It is me. Your True heel Phenom SP3 back once again with an exclusive interview. True Heels BTR between the ropes with former Impact World Champion, two-time Impact World Champion, Mister TNA himself. In my eyes, the walking weapon, Josh Alexander. How you doing? I'm good. After that introduction, man, <laughs> like <laughs> you really big me up right before we start talking. This is good. <laughs> I always have to. I always have to give the the big introduction. That's just my style. But I am very excited to talk to you. I jumped out the opportunity to speak to you, even though we just spoke about four months ago, because so much has changed in the past four months. Man. Yeah. I got to start off with something that we actually talked about in that interview four months ago, because it was right before Bound for Glory, where Will Ospreay versus Speedball Mike Bailey. And I brought up the the potential showdown between you and Will Ospreay. So you welcome Scott DeBoer, TNA. You know, I, I brought it to fruition. But you are the one that paid it off in two incredible matches and this uh matchup on the first episode of the new era of tna impact rated five stars in the wrestling observer newsletter five and a half stars excuse me five and a half stars in the wrestling observer newsletter talked about as one of the greatest matches in tna history kind of what has been your feedback to all of the great praise that this match has gotten
1: (laughs) uh where where would my feedback start man from the second i walked through the curtain You know the people that are my bosses and you know my agents and producers and all the people that helped me they were you know over the moon with the match i personally like by the time the match was over i I knew we had something special and uh you know just to see it air on tv and see the reception from fans around the world you know i knew the opportunity i was given with this match you know will osprey is regarded as the best wrestler in the world that's active right now i think and if not the best, you know, he's in the conversation right up there at the tippy top. So for me to go out there, you know, not just hang with him and show that, you know, I belong in that ring with the very best, but, you know, defeat him finally for the very first episode of TNA impact on Thursday nights, man, that's, that's, that's an arrival for me on the scene for a lot of fans that might not know me. And that's, that's a great opportunity. And I'm just, I'm happy I got it. I'm happy that we got in there. We had that chemistry and we were able to put on something special that people are going to remember for a very long time
0: but like for anyone who who hasn't heard about you before this matchup this is not like something new for you i feel like i feel like every single year in the past like three four years you've had a match that has been in the conversation for the greatest match in impact tna history whether you go back to your 60 minute iron man matchup with tjp to the uh epic oh nearly 60 minute matchup you had with speedball mike bailey to this matchup here how are you able to kind of keep up this now that you kind of have have this matchup that takes you to even higher level how do you become this now you're calling yourself the world beater or they're calling you the world beater in tna how do you keep up this level
1: i mean that's that's the million dollar question right <laughs> i i didn't really think about it until people started saying it and asking me and i was just like yeah you're right like i've ascended to this level and now i gotta stay on it but uh the one thing about me is, you know, I, I'm a competitive guy. I like a challenge. When I feel that pressure, I seem to always rise to the occasion. So, uh, you know, the pressure of staying on this level or trying to carry it a little bit forward and raise the bar even further, you know, that's something that I'm fully embracing. And I, I'm just chomping at the bit to be able to do it. And, you know, we'll have something later on in the year sometime that's going to be in the conversation again, I'm sure. Because uh, for better or for worse, I am passionate. Uh, I am passionate. I love wrestling. I love being in that ring and I love getting a reception from the crowd. Like it's, it's a drug that you cannot bottle. You cannot get unless you go out there and do it. And I'm lucky enough to be able to go out there and still do it. So every time I do that, uh, that's the drug I'm trying to get, man. I'm trying to get the, get that reception from the crowd, that, that adrenaline rush. I'm trying to get all that. And the only way I do that is by going out there and giving everything I have to try to have the best match possible.
0: And absolutely, you have to kind of keep up to that level, and with this matchup with Will, you know, I gotta ask the question, even though, you know, I I know you talked about it in a previous interview, that you thought that this match wasn't kind of gonna be, or you didn't think it was gonna be something in the cards, but you feel like Will was the person that kind of wanted this matchup, the rematch, to happen when it happened, so if you could tell us that story, I would love to hear it
1: well there there's always like political goings on about this stuff like when will came for bound for glory in the tvs it was it was a thing man he couldn't lose he was the new japan uk champion at the time i believe he called it, and you know that's totally understandable justifiable when i was you know impact world champion traveling on the indies ain't nobody beating me that's that's just a fact i'm representing this company i'm a champion man that's not gonna happen but like uh he lost it at Wrestle Kingdom, and then he was coming back. And prior to that, I had heard that you know the match isn't going to happen. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a made match just because we had a promo. And he said he wanted to be in TNA, and I called my shot and said, you know, if you're coming back here, it's got to be against me. Like that, that doesn't make the match. I'm not management. I'm not the booker. I'm not doing all this stuff with the business, man. I stay out of that. But uh, you know, uh, there's one person that's in ultimate control of Will Osprey's destiny and what he does, and I think that's Will Osprey. I, I don't think. You know anybody else can tell him here or there because you know that's that's his business so i am just very fortunate that you know he saw enough in me from that first match to to trust that you know if he did me the favor and the honor of, uh you know beating somebody that's regarded as highly as he is that uh i wouldn't waste it and i would carry it forward like you were saying earlier so i i, I just whether or not you know i know for sure i wasn't a part of these conversations but uh will is the ultimate end of that conversation whether it was going to happen or not so i i just have to thank him and uh say that he's the ultimate professional man
0: so i gotta access the door open for a third matchup because i want to go back to that that a promo that you guys did following the first matchup that was also excellent. If you haven't watched it already, anybody watching uh, that promo that you guys had, Will said that you would be great in the G1. So could we potentially kind of, is that something that you can see in your cards or something that you kind of see as something that you want to check off the buckets list of your career, being in the G1, going to Japan and maybe potentially having that third match in the G1?
1: Well, I have a, a a very long bucket list and that has certainly been on it for a very long time. Uh, I've been a huge fan of new Japan. I, I was lucky enough to go to Japan. Like I've been a fan of all Japanese wrestling, but I was lucky enough to go to Japan for, for new Japan pro wrestling for the first time in October. And, you know, it just left me wanting more. <laughs> so when will said that thing about the G one, like if you, if, if it cuts to me in the promo, I don't know if it does, but my eyes are like popping out of my head. Like, did he just say that? Oh man, hopefully that that works out. Like that's what that's my inner dialogue in the moment. And then he tweeted it after our second match. And you know, I, I don't know how much pull that has. Uh, you know, I have not heard anything. Nobody has contacted me from New Japan, but I, I will say it time and time again, no matter how many times anybody asks me, I would love to be a part of the G1 in 2024. Uh, I think it would do great things for me to be highlighted on that stage. And I think it would do even better things for TNA to see me on that stage so we can pull more uh, eyes from other fans that might otherwise not be watching TNA.
0: And they should. They definitely should be watching TNA because it feels like the hottest it's been in so many years. And for you, we talked about it in our first interview, how long you've been a TNA fan fan and that fandom and to be in the ring and be a representative of TNA finally after years of being a fan and being in the ring for Impact Wrestling and becoming one of the top stars there how does it feel to now transition in this new era being a part of TNA
1: I was in the ring uh at hard to kill with Alex Hammerstone and at one point there was just rabid TNA chants and I kind of got sucked out of my own body. So I was like in an overhead view, looking at us like laying on the mat, selling in the middle of the match. And like, it was just like, I was just like a 15 year old kid on my couch watching this match, hearing these chants again, because you used to like, used to watch these shows in Orlando and like AJ Styles would hit his leapfrog drop down drop kick and you would see those teenage and you see everybody in the background that's on the floor it was like a mosh pit man they were going nuts for this stuff and that's how it felt in the palms those two nights for hard to kill and snake eyes the next night when I felt faced Will Ospreay and it was just like a surreal experience for me and it was something I'll never forget like if my career ended right now This is the highlight of my career, being able to do this and feel that because it was something I never thought possible when I was 15 years old. So I'm truly living my dream.
0: Oh, I love it. I love seeing this and just the energy around TNA wrestling is amazing right now. And so many new faces arriving in TNA, whether it be uh, Ash by elegance and AJ Francis, well, the big name that showed up at hard to kill was uh, Nick Nemeth, the wanted man, Nick Nemeth uh, coming over a former world champion. How, what is kind of your reaction to Nick Nemeth being in TNA? And what do you think that he offers to TNA That is going to be different from everybody else.
1: Uh, I'm first, I'm all about it. Uh, Anybody, anybody with a chip on their shoulder, this is the company where you belong. That's, that's the one thing I always say about TNA. Every member of our roster has a chip on our shoulder for one reason or another, but all of us want to show the world that we are the very best and we belong in the conversation with one of the best wrestling companies in the world. It is a competitive thing through and through. And I think that, you know, much like Nick Nemeth. He has a chip on his shoulder right now, right? He, you get let go from another company. You don't know what you're going to do. The wanted man shows up in TNA makes a splash and now he's going to show everybody. And I, I'm sure like, if I was in that position, I would want to show whoever, you know, let me go that they made a mistake. That would be a, a great motivating factor, in whatever I was going to do. He's an amazing wrestler. He's had an amazing career. I have followed it closely Uh, I never thought that he would be in a position like this where he would ever be able to go to another company personally. So to see him here in TNA, I'm all about it. I think it's going to draw more fans that otherwise might have not watched TNA before to our product. And once they see our product, they're not only going to see Nick Nemeth, but they're going to see everybody on the card around him. And they're going to see what we've been doing for the last few years trying to get this brand like to where it is now and the rebrands only springboarded that much further so the buzz is in the air no matter where i go i hear fans talking about tna and how great it is it feels like we're back and i just i just nod and go yeah we're back so keep we're gonna keep this going so just strap in and get ready for the ride man
0: Just kicking in the front door in the month of January for this rebrand and going from like positive to positive and creating even more excitement with Nick Nemeth coming who's been in that WWE system all these years coming over to TNA and then you got Jordan Grace. Who had the big arrival in the Royal Rumble? I saw your tweet reacting to it. When did you find out about Jordan Grace, the TNA Knockouts World Champion, being in the Raw Rumble? And kind of what's kind of been your thought process in the days since then?
1: I found out a couple of days before and I wish I hadn't, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Uh, and it's not because of like there's no negativity around this whatsoever. I just. I know how I would have felt if I heard her music and was like completely shocked watching the rumble. You know what I mean? But I knew it was going to happen. I didn't know when she was coming out, what she was doing anything like that. But I've been really good friends with Jordan Grace my entire time here for five years in uh, Impact and now TNA. So she kind of texted me a couple of days before. She's like, I need to tell you, I, I can't have other people knowing about this and not you. So I, I I'm fortunate for that, but uh, I wish I didn't know, man, because she came out there and like, I, I, I've known Jordan Grace has been a star for years. Like she, when people look at me and they talk about me, the only thing that makes me special is that I love this and I have a passion for it. And I want to be the best. Jordan Grace is the women's wrestling version of me. Like it, it's we are the exact same person in different bodies. She is, so crazy, so hardworking, so talented, and now the world knows that. Like, the the wrestling WWE universe knows that. Like, she came out, her video of her entrance had like three million views, and I heard that no other WWE video got even close to that. Like, it's just blowing my mind how much she blows up. But at the same token, it's not blowing my mind at all because I knew how good she was. And she went out there and she killed it, and she represented herself amazingly well but even more than that man she embraced the pressure of representing TNA and she went out there and she did us all proud
0: Yeah, if there's a Miss TNA to go along with the Mr. TNA that I called you, yeah, it would be Jordan Grace, and she was amazing. And I've seen her, you know, talk about all the potential that her arrival in the Royal Rumble can bring to maybe TNA versus WWE. I've heard people talk about a Jordan Grace versus a Bianca Belair, a Jordan Grace versus a Jade Cargill. But I want to ask you if there is such a thing as a potential TNA versus WWE, matchup for a the walking weapon josh alexander the world beater that he can face one of the top guys over in wwe who would it be well
1: i've been tagged in thousands of tweets over the last few days i know just (laughs)
0: clamoring for josh alexander versus
1: chad gable josh alexander versus gunther and i'm like yeah that'd be great i'd love to wrestle those guys but we need the face of tna AJ Styles against the new face of TNA, Josh Alexander. That's the one that I want.
0: My heart just grew 10 times larger, Josh. (laughs) That was, yeah, that's where my mind went. As soon as I I thought of Josh Alexander in WWE or Josh Alexander having one matchup with a WWE star, AJ Styles, because you guys are like two identifiable icons in TNA history, which... You gave me the perfect segue for one of my final questions here, because I've been trying something new with the stars of TNA with my interviews. I've done this with Chris Bay. He gave me the Mount Rushmore of TNA tag teams. Now, mm-hmm. Brian Myers gave me a Mount Rushmore of his tag team partners because he's I told him he's this era's Bobby Eaton and then <laughs> for you. You are one of, like, in some of the greatest matches, like we said earlier, in TNA history. When I ask you, your Mount Rushmore of TNA's greatest matches, what comes to your mind?
1: Well, first and foremost, the tippy-top. You got Unbreakable 2005, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles. Uh, There's so many of them, and I just got to pick the right ones, so I don't say leave anything out.
0: Um, hmm... Hmm. no this is this is the tough one yeah, i gave you, you the you, toughest you, of those you, questions <laughs> you me, yeah
1: because if i say one and then we hang up the phone and the interview's done and i don't say i'm just like oh i should have said that one and then i see this on a dirt sheet and it's just like josh alexander didn't think this match was good i'm gonna get ripped apart i'm not gonna be happy <laughs> um yeah this is really tough man uh uh I'll, I'll put Mike Bailey and Will Ospreay in there as well. That one blew Got me away. It. Yeah. Uh, I'm purposely going to leave me and Will out of it. I'm going <laughs> to leave me and – I'm going to leave anything me out of it. Okay. <laughs> You're going to
0: be fair. You're going to be fair. Yeah.
1: Girl. Objective. Uh, awesome Kong, Gail Kim. I think that just, like, completely flipped the script on women's wrestling. And, you know, it inspired a whole generation, which is pretty much everybody in our knockouts locker room. And if I could pick a t- – oh, F. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Maybe it's it's an easy answer. Maybe. Uh. This is tough. I'm trying to find a tag team <laughs> match that really sticks out. I go with the Six Sides of Steel, like Skipper. That's that's boom. the one that
0: comes to my mind too, or or one of the Motor City Machine Guns, Beer Money, the best of five I was, series.
1: I was just gonna say Motor City, Motor City Machine Guns, and Beer Money would probably top that for me. So go. I'll, I'll go with that. But a uh, little little like caveat, the one that's almost slipping in for me as a fan, uh, Kurt Angle and uh, AJ Styles. So hard justice hard justice
0: 2007 i think
1: yeah yeah, i I love that one
0: that's my favorite
1: (laughs) they had a second one too which was also very good i think it was on tv though but yeah i'll go with the hard justice one
0: (laughs) very nice so my final question to you like you brought up earlier you had a huge matchup at hard to kill that i want to give attention to because i felt like this was a great kind of Putting a resume out there for Alexander Hammerstone. So I wanted to ask you, how does it feel to be in the ring with someone uh, like that that comes from a different world? He's been an MLW, a dominant world champion over there, and really kind of showed out and showed the world his talent in that matchup. And then potentially, do you can you see someone like uh, Alexander Hammerstone coming into TNA? And who's one name that you think could be the next one for people to watch coming into TNA?
1: Okay. So we've got three questions there. Yes. Uh, it's like a thing, three-sided,
0: ha- three-sided ring. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how, how did it feel to be in the ring with
1: Hal- Alexander Stone? physically? Didn't feel great. I'm getting thrown around by this 260 pound mound of muscle. <laughs> like people have been asking for match number two online. I, I finally like responded a few days ago. I was like, why do people want to see this? Like, I'm just going to get thrown around again. Sure. I won, but like, I didn't feel great afterwards, guys. Like it's not my first pick, you know, <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, I have roomed with Alex Hammerstone over the years. We've we've wrestled independence. We'd always get put in the same hotel room. He's become a friend. He's somebody I think is immensely talented and uh, maybe lesser known in the wrestling world, you know, for whatever reason. But the second that match was made, I sent him a message. I was like, whatever crazy stuff you want to do, you let me know. We're going to highlight you. We're going to show the world how good you are and you know he trained like crazy for this match uh he showed up ready and i think you know we if if you put that match on to show somebody what alexander is all about that's that's a perfect match to show what alexander stone can do and that was my goal going out there you know that was to highlight him you know of course we're going to highlight each other by having this amazing match but i think most of the tna audience already knew me So I wanted to introduce him to the world with that match. And I think we did that and I was very happy with it and I would love to wrestle him anytime. I was just kidding about him throwing me around. It does suck, but you know, he's, he's really good. So Uh, (laughs) uh, second part of the match. uh, Do you think I could see him in TNA? Was that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think it would fit in perfectly, not just for being good in the ring uh, you know, being a different kind of aesthetic look because he's so, you know, Jack muscular, compared to a lot of people on our roster. Like he could walk on stage in a bodybuilding competition tomorrow and probably just win the whole thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's just a different kind of animal, but he's a really good guy. He's very professional. And like, we have a very tight knit family unit of a locker room. And I think we fit it perfectly with that. And the third part of the question was who would I like to face? Who would you, Yeah, who,
0: who would you like to, who would you like to see come into TNA to face that isn't right now on the roster?
1: You see, that's a difficult question because so many people are locked into contracts these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I get asked this question all the time and I'm always like, man, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel trying to figure out because all my friends, all the people that I've had eyes on for the past couple of years just signed these contracts. I'm just like, oh, they're not available. Uh, I'll give you a couple. If if Bounty Keith isn't signed, which he might be, he, he belongs here. I've been saying that for years. I've been putting him over. To talent relations so all this stuff is just for whatever reason hasn't transpired um myron reed the fourth rascal i think he's amazingly talented i think he's growing into his body and becoming just like a fully formed athlete i think he would be per- a perfect fit in our x division and tag division and you know wherever else i think he's so talented and uh one canadian kid named judas icarus and his tag team partner travis williams they are a tag team. They're Russell Prestige, West Coast Pro out in the West Coast. They are from Vancouver, Defy as well. Uh, I think they're one of the most talented tag teams in the entire world. And, you know, I would love for them to come to CNA to be able to show the entire world that. But I'm sure soon enough everyone's going to know because they're going to blow up real soon.
0: Anyway, the, the, I, I have to get your mind because you have a great mind for professional wrestling, a great eye for talent. So de- definitely everyone watching, be on the lookout for those talents, maybe potentially having a, a chance in TNA. But thank you so much, Dodge, for your time, taking the time out and chatting with me again. I want to give you the opportunity, let the people know where they could follow you, where they could follow TNA, watch TNA Impact every single Thursday, Access TV. But of course, the rest up to you.
1: Uh, I'm just Twitter and Instagram. I keep it pretty basic at walkingweapon. You can follow everything me there. Of course, watch us TNA wrestling, Uh, you know, uh, impact on Thursday nights, eight o'clock, like you just said. And I would give you the TNA handles, but they've changed. And I think it's at this is TNA on Twitter, but it might be yes. something different on Instagram. So. <laughs>
0: True. <laughs> yeah this is tna on twitter i know that for sure but yeah. thank you so much josh alexander thank you so much tna wrestling for giving me the time to speak to him but once again this is true heels btr between the ropes with former two-time impact world champion the walking weapon josh alexander it is me it is me your true heel phenom sp3 signing off until next time